I've gotten in this, this routine now where I'm not caring how I look outside in the world when recording. Right. So, uh, past two trips, I brought my, uh, tripod and like just stood in the middle of the, of the airport and just, had what I wanted to create already in mind. And so there were certain angles that I recorded, certain things I made sure that even at, even when I was sitting, I had the tripod and, and I showed that I was sitting and drinking the water and like being intentional with documenting what is happening and, and creating this whole like travel and create a uh, vibe because traveling is like these are new um new views new scenery new environment so it makes me feel like I want to show that process where I have a strong routine at home because it's the same look same day so I have Mm. to provide a space to sit and think about creative situations because you have to be a bit creative when you are in the same seat, same background, same vibe every single day. So does that mean, yo, um, I may start recording here, but I may go outside in the parking lot. I may like, you have to think of those things where in, in the travel, when you go different places, it's, it's not that hard to think about creativity and different ideas because it just pops up like, yo, I could show that I'm about to jump in the car. I could show that um, I'm, a, I'm talking to this person. I could show and not feel bad of, yo, I'm going to plop this uh, tripod real quick. Just mm-hmm. stay with me real quick instead of, because I'm more of the, I don't like bothering people. Yo, can you hold my phone and just record this real quick? I'm, I'm, not, I'm not that person. Unless, unless you're with me, I'm, I'm not going to get around. Hey, can you just... Can you just do this mm. for me? Thank you. Ben. appreciate you. Right. So I, I'm getting in that mode of let's, let's bring, let's bring the wireless mic, uh, just in case let's think of the different scenarios of what you're trying to do. Let's make the caption meaningful of what the storyline is and then, um, and then post it. So I don't know if that was a question, but it no, that that's just good. happened. So that's good. That's good. No, because when you talk about uh, just output in general or being consistent, and that's one of the things that we're really trying to offset and resolve, especially at this point in the year, being able to, whether it is work on yourself or just gain a perspective that allows you to feel that you're not weird mm-hmm. to have a com- a camera set up in the airport. I don't care where it is in 2023 and record yourself. Right. Because I, I remember I remember that kind of pressure, say, 2017, 2018. I, it, it was weird. Like, really, you're going to walk down the street and record yourself? That's kind of weird. And so I think that's a big breakthrough as a creative where you're no longer camera shy. In a controlled environment, in the comfort of our homes, yeah, we could pop the camera on. You're going to do what you do, what you've been doing for as long as we can all remember. But to do that in public now, I think that's a new layer of creativity, which... It's super dope. So that's that's awesome. I love that you shared that. I think um, I think for me, 
I've, I've just, and I've, I think I've been, I've been so in, in it that I haven't noticed I was doing it until I was talking to Brandon yesterday while we were driving because uh, we're in Michigan, we're driving and we're just talking about, oh, I was saying the last time I saw CJ was at 120. Mm-hmm. And he was like, man, I can't believe time has flown or this much time has gone by. He was talking about how time has just been speeding in his life. I said, you know, and he was, and he basically said like, I could, I imagine you're feeling the same way. I said, man, ironically, I'm on the verge of expecting my first child and I don't feel that way at all. Hmm. I have changed my perspective because I used to be so much in the future or so regretful about the past. And I used to really be stuck between those two spaces. I used to think about what I did and I used to beat myself up for how I could have done it better. Mm-hmm. And I used to be in the future planning how I want things to go. Like I want to do okay. this. I want to be better here. I want to do that. I want to do this. And so when you think about someone who's so deep in the past and so deep into the future, the thing that you're really missing out on the most is the present. Mm-hmm. And for me, something about the last, say, four months especially, have just brought me hyper-focused into today and right now. And so it started with waking up earlier. You, you have so much time in your day because you're starting earlier, you're getting more time to yourself. But I'm so deep into just maximizing my output and what I can get out of today. Like I can't do nothing about what happened yesterday. I can't do nothing about what will come tomorrow. So believe it or not, Nick's that presence that just focus on today has helped me tremendously from, from a creative standpoint and just feeling as, as though whatever ideas that are coming to and through me, they, they will never run out as long as I'm just here because mm-hmm you can find them. And I think of creativity like ideas, right? You, you, you can find them in conversations. You can read something, listen to something and you, and it triggers a thought and you translate it into something else. And you're like, yo, I want to say that. I feel like that's something that's meaningful that I want to share or, or allow to be heard. So now that I'm in this moment or in this space, I feel that that's something a lot of us it's helped me. And I feel that a lot of us can feel can benefit from as well, because you might start to run into a creative roadblock when you're regretful about the past or so future or so, you know, deep into the future that you're not maximizing your today. And then it creates that same frustration cycle. So that's one of the things for me that I I have been super grateful over. And, And it's crazy. Like I literally so deep into it. I didn't know I was doing it until I reflected on it, talking with Brandon, like, man, time is going by fast. I was like, isn't it? I'm like, no, no actually it's <laughs> not, you know? Yeah. And it, yeah. It, it brings it to fruition a totally different way. So I, I got to say, I'm grateful for that. I, I want your problems, sir. I want your problems. Yeah. Yeah. And no, it helps, man. And I, honestly, like I said, I can't even tell you what I did, but I know I'm doing it now. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know what I did to get there. It wasn't an intentional thing. Like, Hmm. I need to be more present. It wasn't like a meditation yoga moment. And I came to an awakening of, I need to be more present, but it really was just reflecting and noticing what's different. And at the end of the day, y'all, that's what, that's the beauty about knowing yourself. Mm-hmm. Notice that for me to, for me to be grateful about the moment or being in the present, I had to know myself to the level 
of knowing that I tend to regret the past and live too deep into the future. Mm -hmm. If you don't even know that about yourself, if you're not a, at a level of consciousness or awareness to even embrace that or recognize that, you don't see a difference in all of a sudden being present in the moment because it seems like it's blended into everything else that's happening into your life and there's no difference to it. So that's the beauty of just taking the time to constantly learn about yourself, your thoughts, your behaviors, your actions, your motivation, your motivations, and then also finding the words or the vocabulary to articulate them. That's another piece. Like a lot of people really struggle with creativity and they don't even know this. They'll struggle with creativity because they're feeling things, which are ideas, which are really almost like vehicles that can be used to transport you into other networks and other people's lives in a sense, mm. but you lack the words to articulate them. Mm. So they stay stuck in your own mind and no one hears them. But why is that? You don't have the vocabulary to articulate what you're feeling, what you're thinking, your wants, yeah. your desires, your motivations. Uh, I struck a nerve. Come on. Come yeah, on. no, no, no. Because so, so, okay. So as, as some of y'all know, I want to say most, but some of y'all know, I've been really digging into the AI situation and though it is such like a time saver and game changer, some people struggle with it because majority of it is, uh, like a text to creation. So whether it's text to video, text to picture, right. Uh, text to just output, you have to be able to describe what you want for it to actually produce something. And some people are not getting the right results of creativity because they do not know how to articulate what's on their mind or what they want. So when you say that, it's like, it's really showing out now to not only from, you know, what a, like a video or quote or whatever from just a general standpoint, but now there are more tools to make content creation so much easier and there's people who still struggle with it because they just don't know how to articulate what exactly they want what idea they have in their head in order to just type out this is what I need and and maybe there should be some type of exercise or just write the words down first word that you think and then kind of just try to pile it together um, in order to make it make sense or do that and then find an accountability partner that can maybe uh, make it make sense. Like mm -hmm. I know when I have uh, when I have an idea, I'll go to Moose and I say, I don't know if this makes sense, but I'm going to say it. And then you could probably between him and Carl um, and Aaron, I'll say something that I know does not make sense. And I know I'm rambling over and over and over again. And I'm like, did you get that? Like, nope. I get what you're saying. Like you have to have those people around that understands that I would say visionary talk, because when you mm -hmm. have ideas, when you have some type of creativity, regardless if you're a visionary or not, you're in visionary talk and a person who can actually take what you say and kind of decipher it and be like, this is, this is what I think you're saying and how possibly you can execute it. 
not just, hey, I think you're saying this. And you'd be like, yeah, now what? Right? Mm -hmm. It's more of, hey, I think you're, this is what, you, what you're saying. This could possibly, this could possibly work. Let's try this out. So that's what, Critical. yeah, you, what you said is, is really apparent now while people are in this AI world of typing out what they need. Mm -hmm. Wow. That's crazy. I never made that connection from that to what you just talked about with AI, but it's true. Like at the end of the day, you're not going to get something unless you ask for it, especially in the world of AI, you have to, and everyone talks about it, the input is going to determine the output. So you really have to be spot on with what you're putting in there. You know, and I think about some of the things that have helped. I don't know if it was always natural to you because it wasn't for me. I know that some of the times that I've, and I'm so glad I've matured. Uh, you know, it's, it's funny. I, I have a playlist. Sorry, y'all. I'm going slightly off topic, but I have a playlist that's saved on my YouTube and some of it has our uh, like earlier podcast episodes. Yeah. So there are some episodes, early episodes, where I went back and I was watching them, and I'm literally like this while you're talking, and it's like, <laughs> and I'm and and just no level of consciousness to the camera and how that looks on screen and everything that's happening, and I'm like, dude, what were you thinking now? To a slight defense of mine, Come on. I was looking down at my phone researching right. <laughs> so that I can say something actually right. reasonable. But oh, it I knew looks, it. It looks terrible on camera. It's like, yes. are you even paying attention to what she's saying? Yes. And and I'm like, man, that's that's so that's so bad. But part of my frustration with uh, creatives in the past, you know, especially people in the design, videography, editing, editing space was oh but they didn't give me what i wanted and it, it goes back to exactly what you said no they gave you what you asked for yes they gave you what you communicated or in some cases what you didn't communicate to to them and that's what they made out of it and so if you want something better you have to know how to describe it to them and get comfortable with that vision in your mind so I, I'm just really saying, Nick, that for me, it, was it wasn't always a natural thing to, to see something and say, this is what I want, or that's what it is. And in a lot of ways, not to make it too personal, but I think it has a lot to do with confidence. When you as a person don't feel confident in what you're doing mm -hmm. or what you are providing even, you question and doubt if what you're asking for, what you're thinking is even good. No, that's good. That, that, you know what I'm saying? I don't know if, if yeah. I, I'll, I could agree. I could definitely agree with that. Um, because even when you talk about like uh, from creator services with photography, videography, editing, things like that, and the example that you use, sometimes with confidence, you don't want to bother the person or you think you think you're a bother or that it is it shouldn't be asked we should know situation right and I was actually watching this video where it was talking about how people devalue 
uh, video creation, right? From pricing standpoint, from just the demand of it, thinking of how, uh, you know, how quick it's supposed to be. And it, it goes more towards the creator or the person who is doing the service. So don't always stay on the, you know, the creative side of things, but the person who doesn't, who does the service isn't explaining better the process. Isn't explaining mm. everything that goes behind it. Isn't explaining, hey, with this idea that you have, we have to break it down into several different things and we're going to need to create this type of project. Boom, boom, boom. Right? So, of course, you see the final product of anything. Right? Um, with, with any type of product or service. But for people to truly understand like your value and your process, you have to be able to, to communicate. And, and it's a vice versa thing where if you are the person buying the service, buying the product, are you being descriptive of exactly what you need? You are the one that has the idea and the vision and so you can't just go, hey, I need a video. Hey, I need a consultation about life. You know, like, fix it. And you're like, mm. oh, okay. So we could go about this in a few ways, right? A not confident consultant can be like, allow the person to lead the whole way. Mm -hmm. And add a little bit of feedback and then the person thinks, why did I get this? Like I fixed my own life. Like you didn't do anything. Right. Mm -hmm. But because the consultant wasn't confident enough to direct the conversation, wasn't confident enough to ask the right questions, right. To where the person may feel a certain kind of way. At, by asking this question or being a little stern and saying, no, nah, that's not it. When we flip it to, to the creative side, yo, that idea may not work, yeah. you know, let's look at it in this kind of way. So the communication side from where, where you're saying from a, from a confidence standpoint does play a role in your communication from a, a service situation, uh, as well. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man. This is so rich, man. I, I love conversations like this because I feel they, they humanize people and they let others know that they are not crazy for thinking some of the things that they've thought or dealing with some of the things that they've dealt. It's like, Oh, I guess this is common to more than just my own mind, which really helps people to really reset for someone who maybe has constantly beat themselves up for falling victim to the same mistakes over and over again, because it's one thing to make a mistake that you've never done before. And you could always chalk that up as a, as a lesson pretty easily. It's like, Oh, okay. Got it. No, that's not a loss. That's just a lesson. But for the, for the people who constantly maybe get tripped up on that same thing over and over again, and, and they get so mad at themselves for, making that mistake or whatever, what, what advice would you give them to maybe just let go of the past or, uh, you know, like take it, take a breather and, and start over again, or like, like, what would you just say to that person in general? 
So it's normal first to, to acknowledge that the feeling is normal, right? I think some people make it seem as if like, ah, you shouldn't feel that way. Like move on. It's nothing like, no, we could be discouraged. It's absolutely, we could be frustrated. We're human. We have feelings, right? So that is normal. Now, what do we do after we acknowledge it is, is what we need to talk about, right? Where it's still understanding what was the goal. And is there a way to continue to go after this goal? If there is no way, absolutely. Like you've done something so crazy and not to be so hard on yourself because there is the, oh God, no, this can't work ever. This is, that was, I put so much energy on this thing. There's no way we could ever make the, like get yourself out of your feelings for once you acknowledge it, Get yourself out of your feelings for a second and try to think a little bit realistic, which is hard. And you may need to get another person to kind of talk it out like that, that venting person. I'm big on pairing. Okay. Accountability and pairing, because sometimes we just have to let it out and that's fine. But to realistically say, yo, this is what happened. Can this goal still be met? Can I still do this? It may take a little bit longer or it may add an extra day. It may like look at it all and then just go and do it. Right. The it's never, it's never about how you get knocked down. It's always about how you get back up.